You're listening to the Photo Facts Podcast. Well, hello there. We are still here at the Bedford F2.8 Photocon. We're not sure where Expo. we are. Yeah. <laughs> and Robert is taking my picture currently. Um, we are about to interview Jesse Miller. He just, uh, did you already do your class? I did my class, yes. Okay. Uh, so he did his class on workflow and editing in digital photography? Yes. So how did your class go? I think it went well. Yeah? We had a good turnout today. Well, great. Did you have a lot of questions? A few questions in there. Yeah. Uh, great questions, too. Cool. Great. So can you talk about it a little bit? Sure. Or actually, you're, you're Jesse Miller. Yes. And you are based out of where? Uh, Edmond here in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I'm an associate professor of photography up at UCO, University of Central Oklahoma. Awesome. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this is not going to be a good interview. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's local. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So tell us a little about, bit about your class. Well, we, we covered workflows, um, not just editing workflows, but workflows that you can apply to all your photography. So workflows as far as uh, setting your camera up and getting your camera gear ready to go shoot. Uh, workflows for dealing with clients. Um, and then, of course, editing workflows, getting your ca- pictures into your computer workflow and exporting workflows and any, anywhere that you can add a workflow into your photography uh, it, it helps take out the stress do, do you have uh, any resources that uh, like me I could go up and, and read anything that you I, I actually have two to? textbooks that I wrote really um, oh yes yeah, oh. <laughs> we were just talking about James Pratt talking to him we interviewed mm-hmm. him I told him he needs to write a book but you've actually done that already yes yeah I just came out with a book uh, this last December um, written with uh, Mark Zimmerman who I work with and uh, it's a, a Mark book Mark Zimmerman Mark Zimmerman he did a talk last year here um, but uh, I teach with him up at UCO, and uh, um, we just completed a book in December called um, uh, "The Digital Photography." And in that book, we, we have the workflows in there, but it also um, covers Photoshop editing, Lightroom editing. Pretty much, it's for students who want to learn how to edit their photos from not knowing anything all the way to doing some advanced editing stuff as well. Great. So is that something that the public can buy, or do you have to be a it's on It's on Amazon, Okay. and it's the Complete Guide to Digital Photography. That's the full name Great. of the book. That's Great. awesome. We have to put that in the show notes. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Uh, so what was I going to ask? Um, I think actually oh. Bedford's is covering is going to carry it now, too. I'm hoping oh, that, that's so that makes it easier for us. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> we can go scoop it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how long has that book those have, have those books been out? December, this one came out. Okay. Uh, two years ago, I wrote another book about uh, photo lighting. It's aspects of contemporary photographic lighting. Um, I teach a, a lot of lighting classes, and okay. uh, I know students really needed a, a book to kind of show them diagrams of how to set up lights and how to just figure out what type of lights they need, and, and so that, that's why I wrote that first textbook for that. Okay. Now, do, are your students... Uh, is this just now? I'm not a college guy. I don't really know all the lingo. But are these just college students, or are they, do you teach adults as well? Uh, we have a wide range. UCO is great because it does have uh, a quite diverse um, student population. So we have traditional students, you know, twenty year olds, but we also have older students who want to take up photography and come yeah. and get degrees from us as well. Great. And do you teach anything at, at, in the evenings? Um, I don't have any classes right now. Um, okay. I have done some things for like the Metro Camera Club, oh, and okay. uh, um, I'm, I'm always open to doing uh, seminar type courses. I see. Okay. Uh, now, Robert, 
What do you? What do you? Are you getting? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to send you the picture, and oh, I just I realized it. that you're recording I, on I the can, iPad. I can, I can take them right. I'm getting them right. <laughs> you're now. getting them right now. Yes. Oh my God! Isn't Mac awesome? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm trying to think of something else to ask. Okay, so let from. me jump in. <laughs> yeah, you jump in because mainly. Uh, this is workflow, and our clientele is a wide range of skill sure, levels, but sure. mostly beginners and probably medium. You know, the, the people that are kind of straddling. Mm -hmm. You know, your weekend warriors that are thinking about going full time, that kind of thing. So, when it comes to workflow, and I think everybody has their own. Sometimes it's written down, sometimes it isn't. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend any type of software or anything that would help people develop their workflow? Well, for editing purposes, Lightroom is fantastic for, for workflows. I mean, oh, you're in the right place yeah. right now. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. one I was going to ask you if you which software do you use? Yeah, yeah. Lightroom, as soon as I uh, started using Lightroom, I realized it's, it's how powerful it is for cataloging, mm -hmm. organizing your photos, giving you kind of a step-by-step -step process to edit, edit your photos with. So it was a, a very easy way for me to start being more accurate in my workflow and, and doing things in the right way instead of just opening some photos in Bridge mm -hmm. and opening them in Photoshop and editing some photos thank and not you. getting anywhere. So, thank yeah, you. thank you so yeah. much. We have some Lightroom I'm a, haters. I'm a uh, diehard. Um, so which which version did you start on? on Lightroom? Version 3, I think, was the okay. first one, which I didn't think was fantastic. I do right. say that 4 really made some major improvements and then 5 has been, oh, has yeah. been fantastic. Five is, so, yeah, yeah, 5 is the best yeah. yet. And sure. six is around the corner, from what I understand. How That's do you what I've know? heard. How do you? Because I'm, I'm in the know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> as a as a beta tester, we get some in clean emails occasionally. So that's kind of nice to know. So when you know on the editing style, yes. um, do you believe? And of course, this is entirely your opinion. Do mm -hmm. you believe that all images need to go through an editing workflow? Yes. Yeah, I think all images need some sort of minor cleanups. To them, I mean, it's very rare that you get a photo that's just amazing off of camera. Especially, oh my god, I'm just got to hug this guy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you know, because I always get upset personally myself. Now I understand yeah. that there's a big uh, propensity for this straight out of the camera. That's a big word, yeah. Robert. You, you like that propensity? Yeah. I was practicing on my big words for the show. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I've always told photographers because I taught as a film photographer. Yeah. And then, of course, it transfers to the digital that the camera is just a tool to capture that can't see what your eyes is. Yes. And that editing, printing, whatever workflow you're going to do after the image is captured mm -hmm. is the bridge between what the camera can yes. lack and your eyes are able to capture or your heart. Well, I get a lot of students, and the first thing they say is, well, I don't need to edit my photos. I don't oh. take them in camera, <laughs> and it's going to be great. And, and the, what I come back with on that is, do you like Ansel Adams? And they say, yeah, have you seen an Ansel Adams negative? Because it doesn't look anything like the print. Oh, my God. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. I mean, even back in film days, everybody, you know, you did just all kinds of darkroom techniques, dodging, burning, yeah. and other things that make your photos better. Why wouldn't you do that in the digital time? Why did that end with film photography? Right. I, I think it became harder, didn't it? Because when we were shooting film, you know, I remember the days before One Hour Photo Lab, okay? When that came out, all us weekend warriors were at the mall <laughs> getting our film processed before we'd go shoot the next client. And mm -hmm. then digital came out, and you became your own processor. Yes. Therefore, you at least grew more because you could see your mistakes and correct them. 
But a lot of film photographers actually died with digital mm-hmm. because their lab was basically covering their butt. Yes. So, I <laughs> know yeah. that's the truth. I mean, yeah. you know, I've had a lot of people in that, like, I used the same settings I did with my Hasselblad for 12 years shooting weddings. And I'm like, well, you've been shooting underexposed by two stops for 12 years shooting yeah. weddings. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're realizing it. So, it's nice to have someone of your authority confirm that Robert is not a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a nut for sure. Oh, so, I love him. So, can you give us some, some, um, Reasons why you you feel that you have to, what are some of the specifics on uh, of an image that that needs to be edited? And I'm I'm a believer sure, of that as well. Sure. But I just want to you know have you bring it out to the listeners. Why why is that? Well, I mean, when you're talking editing, you're making your photo better. Why wouldn't you want to make your photo better? I mean, what would make you say I shot the picture and that's the best it could ever be? I mean, there's True. no there's no reason to say that. Yeah. So if there's something I can do, and if digital is the way to do it nowadays, mm-hmm. that I can take my my photo and tweak it and make it better than I had it, why wouldn't I want to do that? Right. What would stop me from from doing that? <clears throat> and I think you know Photoshop kind of gets the the bad word, and it's always been considered a you know we don't want to Photoshop our photos. Right. But uh, I mean these techniques came from the darkroom times. Why do we why do we now give them bad rap just because it's easier to do, and we don't have to spend hours in a darkroom? We can do it and you know sitting on our couch watching TV. Sure. Yeah. So uh, as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I know back in in earlier times when I've earlier I can't even talk. So back when I used to that's because we're starstruck. Before, yeah. <laughs> uh, now I, I find now that I I don't have to do as much editing because I I guess I've gotten better mm-hmm. with my lighting and whatnot. Uh, I still need to bring them in there to maybe do some sharpening, a little bit of little bit of, of stuff to make it look a little contrast, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that. No. Okay, good. So you got that out of your system. <laughs> you're, you're happy. I, I always have, at least with digital, I'm always, the image seems to have what I call a digital fog. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm constantly busting up my contrast on there a mm-hmm. lot. But when you have students come to you, what is the, what is the, probably the, is there one topic or one area that you see new people coming into photography that are making mistakes that you'd like to see them correct right away? One thing that you brought up a minute ago was, was sharpening. Uh, I think digital images are not sharp like film photography was. I mean, mm-hmm. you shot film, it was super sharp on that on that film. Well, digital raw, uh, raw images especially in, in, are not sharp images. You have to do some sort of editing to them to make them sharper. Yeah, and students it, don't think that. They think, why are my pictures coming out sharp out of the camera? Right. But the uh, sensors in the cameras are not like film. They're not yeah. sharp. You have to go back in and you have to you know, sharpen your images. And that's one of the major things I see students not doing is not sharpening their, their photos. Well, well, if you're going to bring that up, then what is your favorite way of sharpening a photo? Uh, you know, Lightroom does fantastic. You just go in there, use the, the sharpening or camera raw in, in Bridge and Photoshop. does a fantastic way to sharpen. But if you don't sharpen your photo, you're not really getting the, the full photo out, out there. It's not going to look like a film image because those are just way more sharper than any digital image could be. I'm just going to give this guy a hug when we're done. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, he well, is rocking it up. I was going to say... Uh, Lightroom, I mean, I guess camera yeah. raw, uh, when you shoot raw, I've noticed that there's always, the, the sharpening slider is always less than, more than zero. It's yes. not as It's zero. defaulted. It's that defaulted way. to sharpen it. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> okay, he's just throwing information. I'm just throwing, good. I'm just throwing <laughs> out info. stuff, and it's probably not you know any good. But No, I think it's I'm great. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I thought you would have hit a bumper by now. 
Okay, that, that works okay. really good. That's fun. Okay. So uh, on your class, I'm sure you have some tips for some of the students. Sure. Could you share one of those tips with us? Ooh, just one. Let me just, think. Okay, oh, so, nice. so let's spot. do three. Three tips. Whoa, three okay. tips. Um, let's see here. Uh, first tip would be to um, research shoots. Students don't like to research their shoots. They just want to go out and wing it. Uh. And for any photographer, especially students, winging a photo shoot is not the way to do it. So a, a big thing that I push from day one is that anytime you're planning a photo shoot, doesn't matter if it's you know shooting a picture of your best friend or doing a, a big photo shoot for your client, you should do some sort of research. You should look at what other photographers have done in that style of photography so you know what to do when you're out there shooting. So that would be my first tip in there. Uh, second tip, okay, let's see. Um, We're putting them on the on the mat now. Yes, yes. Um, export. Don't just save your photos. When you export your photos, you get options to compress it and to change the format, change the color space. And a lot of people just like to drag their photo out of a folder and email it and don't take the time to export their photos. So exporting gives you a lot of options, especially if you're going to put the photo online. Um, there's a big difference between just grabbing a JPEG image and putting it online and going through an export process where you're setting it up to putting it online. Right, like Photoshop has the um, safer, safer web, web yeah, right, and you yeah. have some different adjustments you can do in yeah, there. Yeah. Sometimes the JPEGs don't even work if you don't go through a, a uh, save process true. like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the main thing is color space because you want to make sure you're in the right color space so your photos don't look the weird color when you put them online. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things you have to think about when you're putting your images online. So that's uh, Now, is that covered in your book, by the way? We do cover that, that, that in the book, That is some yes. really good information yes. I think our readers would love to know. Yeah, color space I think you can never know enough about because there's no. so much to, to go through, especially with Adobe RGB, sRGB, ProPhoto RGB. Cameras are set to one thing. Your computers are set to another. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the Internet's a completely different color space, too. So. Yeah. Uh, just keeping that in mind, so that way you have consistent color throughout the whole, the whole process. Um, and then, I guess sticking with color, the third tip I would say is color calibrate your monitor. Make sure oh, that oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really good one. Your uh, um, editing on should be have some color calibration to it. If you buy some expensive software and equipment to do it, that's fantastic. But if, even if you don't have that, there's software built into your computer that you can at least kind of get, get to close. a point or in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, instead of just going with whatever the screen is. Otherwise, you could be editing forever and still not even know what your photo yeah, is going to look like. Here's a good example. Uh, I, I shot some billiard, uh, billiard. Um, what do you call it? Felt. You Felt. Know, the, yes. The, the yes. cloth mm -hmm. for for a client, and uh, you know my my screen is calibrated, but mm -hmm. my client's screen obviously isn't, and they complained that the colors didn't match. What you know, and I said, well, my, I'm, I'm calibrated, but even even. And they wanted to put this on the internet mm -hmm. for their for their clients to see. And I'm like, well, you're never going to get it right. I said because Joe Bob down the street that's buying your color, your your billiard uh, tool table or whatever is not going to see the same color, the same color that I've gotten. So mm -hmm. we can sit here back and forth all day long, and we're not going to get the right color. And he was just, he just had to accept that. <laughs> the least on your end, you had spent the time to calibrate it. Sure. So you could say, hey, I did my part. Right. You got to do your part now too. Yeah, yeah. But even still, his client's going to look on the on his website, and it's true. It's, it's, he's got his brightness all the way up or all the way down <laughs> or whatever, and his contrast, and it's not going to be, be completely you know, different. Well, this doesn't look like what I saw on my screen at home. You know, it's it's a tough thing. You know, what do you what do you do? I, you know, you have to come to the store. You know. Yeah. So. 
I, anyway. I, I like that good tidbit. That was really awesome. And uh, when we get done with the uh, podcast, we're going to get those books. We can make sure to put them sure. in the show notes sure. so that our listeners can check that out. Because I think there's some really good information you have to share. So we always have a Bazinga question for our All speakers. Right. So I, I have one. Oh, my God. Jim's going to pull one out. Okay. So if an editor gave you a blank check okay. and you had 30 days to shoot a personal project, oh, wow. okay. what would it be? Oh, 30 days, nice one. 30 days uh, and a blank check. <laughs> do I have to stay here or can I travel? No, it's, just hey, a, blank it's a blank check. Okay. <laughs> um, well, um, I've been to India already and photographed, and I loved that experience. So I think it would be definitely going to a, uh, a country I'm not familiar with and just being able to let loose and have that photo yeah. experience. So. Uh, I had a month in India, and it was just amazing to have that time to a month? Wow. be a photographer and, and spend that time mm. doing that. So I think I'd pick you know a country I, I, I haven't shot at. Maybe uh, you know Russia could be China, someplace exotic, and uh, and go photograph it mm. for a while. Yeah. He's a traveling photographer. That's me, I like yes. it. Now the wedding we shot, Robert, wasn't that from India uh, based? Yeah, that was that was Indians. What we call dots, not feathers. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, that was an okay. interfaith, uh, interfaith, and they actually brought the religious leaders from India oh, wow. to here for the ceremony. Remember, we had all yes. that stuff. And, and then, didn't, uh, didn't they also have the Elvis of India? Wasn't no, no, that? no. That was when we did the uh, Iranian oh, American that was society. Iran. Okay, never mind. And they actually brought other, over other, yeah. uh, Oman, which okay, is like yes. their version of Elvis. Of Elvis mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it actually caused fights out front. Wow, People really? were not invited. This guy <laughs> showed up, and it was like crazy. So anyway, yeah, that's that's a great that's a great thing because I would I would probably do that too. Go, I mean, obviously not stay in. I wouldn't stay in town at all. I mean, I would yeah, I know. I would go to Edmond. Find a blank check and be Guthrie. I would probably get a uh, uh, mobile home or something and just travel and. God, there you that's go. So fun, man. Hey, you're the one that had the question. I know. I'm just. Yeah. That was that was pretty awesome. All right. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Who do we have uh, speaking right now? I believe we have Courtney speaking. Courtney, yes. Uh, yeah, Courtney Daly. She's doing Fashion Magazine Lighting. She's speaking right now. We're going to yes. have her on the podcast later on the day. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we're going to try to get Christian. Um, yes. Bergevin, I think his name is. I just from, call from him Bedford. Christian B. Christian B. From Ber- everybody Bedford. calls him CB for short. And then we're gonna we're gonna have Peter Reed Miller at uh, seven p.m. Awesome, that's so, great. Yeah, we we'll really appreciate you being here with no us, problem. and we'll get those show notes up there for you, and hope that book sales go well. Great. And uh, say hello to Mark for us. We'll do. Uh, Mark probably knows us. Maybe not. Well, maybe you could get Mark your... Mark knows everybody. He knows everybody. That's that's the truth. Maybe... You, you know what? If you want, you can take some of our cards and hand it to students. We're yeah, like, uh, yeah. You know, we give out some semi-decent information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like guys like him. Exactly, Absolutely. Right? We have you on there, so you yeah. can, like, tell everybody that we're yeah. actually correct. <laughs> Here, go listen to my interview. You know, you can tell them. There that. we go. That's yes. it. I like that. So Good plug. Okay, wrap us up, Jim. Okay, thanks a lot. We'll, we will see you soon. Go yes. Up. You're listening to the Photo Facts Podcast. And here's our hosts, Jim and Rob.